This episode is sponsored by me, Andy Hill, the host of this show. If you're looking for someone to support you on your family, wealth, and happiness journey, I'm taking on a select number of coaching clients this year. To work with me one-on-one for your family finances, go to marriagekidsandmoney.com slash coaching to learn more. Can we start it like, are you recording? Yeah, I'm recording. Okay. Can we start it like um, just casual? Like, mm, this wine tastes really good. <laughs> <laughs> Super casual. Let's talk hello everybody how's everybody doing today uh this is uh you know the the people that show up here every friday andy hill and nicole hill we are here on behalf of the marriage kids and money community and hopefully Carlos is here. Hopefully. Carlos, we love you, man. <laughs> He's a regular. And yeah, we're here for another episode of Bread and Wine. Thank you, everybody, for showing up once again and listening. This is a conversation that Nicole and I have every Friday. We talk about relationships. We talk about money. We talk about careers. Pretty much anything that happened that week, right? Yeah. Wouldn't you say? Yeah. Yeah. So uh, you may wonder, if you're watching the YouTube stream, why I am sitting so awkwardly close to my wife right now. It's because... We have a guest today, and it's it's not often that we actually see human beings uh, <laughs> over the last year, so we're excited about this particular human being. He is our good friend, Joe Salcihai. He is the host of the Stacking Benjamins podcast and currently our house guest. So welcome to the show, Joe. Come Woo! on in here, man. <laughs> Very good to see you here. Hey. Fully vaccinated, fully vaccinated. <laughs> yes. We've all it, got our shots. We will caveat that to the hills, everybody. <laughs> yes. We are double vaccinated folks here, and uh, we are happy to be here and yeah. excited to have our friend. This is less friend. than six feet. Correct? See, this they, is very see, less than and, six and, feet. And they make me wear the headphones. That's right. You don't get that, but I have to wear the headphones, but they paid me 1500 bucks. There we go. Here. He's <laughs> going he's gonna to make sure that we don't sound horrible That's when right. we do they this said, show. They said, uh, I said, but Carlos is here, and I'm not going to take anything less than 1300 and they said, well, 1500 okay. That's right. We got we got to separate the money. We got to send it to Carlos, too, as well. So hopefully Carlos is here today. Everybody, thank you again for uh, for joining. And uh, Nicole. And the topic today is bribes. So on that note, why don't you take us away? Okay. So the topic- Thanks, by the way, for having me before Absolutely. we start. Cheers. That is so Cheers nice. It's so great to see you. For people that don't know, I, live down the, I used to live down the street from these wonderful people for two years. I'm so glad to be back and um and I'm I, I'm I love where we're at now, but I'm so sad we moved. Oh, well, we we it, had so much fun. It was a joy having you just down the street. We used to well, at least at least once a month we would get together for board games and have a blast and actually uh, hint everybody that's what we're doing tonight so we're getting we're, the band back together band with, back our, together. <laughs> with our vaccinated friends right, right over here exactly yes it's yes gonna be having fun. some jets pizza you know you guys if you're in detroit you got to have that detroit style pizza so i'll be ordering that shortly after this but absolutely so jets in welcome sweats. welcome home jets and sweats <laughs> awesome so fantastic so what's up baby all right so Oh, I thought you were talking to me. Oh, well. <laughs> oh, okay. Sorry. We, we are sorry. that close. I don't, I don't know my place. <laughs> um, God, I hate to bring it down because all of us laughing and, and <laughs> well, fun is so. Um, okay. So as Andy has explained, um, we typically try to take something that's happened in our lives in the past week um, and tie that into the topic. So something that has um, been in my life recently is, I, I don't want to say celebrated, but 
the anniversary of my mom's death was mm. very recent. Um, actually, on tax day, which is so strange. That is so. The, <laughs> so that has been a something that's been on my mind quite a bit, and this past week I've just kind of been wrestling with you know, I'll have a dream and I'll wake up and I'll sit there and think about it for, you know, a good 20 minutes. And one of the things that's resonated with me and stayed with me, unfortunately, is kind of this like feeling at the end when she was sick and we knew that there was limited time left. And um, she was not in a very happy place. And, you know, I, I, I think that Uh, the moment that pops out to me most is this moment where she said, I just can't believe this is it. And my mom had everything. I mean, on paper, she had the house on the lake. She had a boat in her backyard. You know, she had a husband who loved her. Like, um, she had a good job that, you know, she did retire, but You know, she had a great job for 20-something years. Um, She had money to do whatever she wanted. And so that feeling at the end of like, this is it, has left me with the question of can money buy happiness? And my mom's relationship with money, I think, was was different. Like she's, it's, it's kind of fascinating. She started with a lot, and then she went through a period where she had nothing. I mean, we were like, she got divorced, had three kids. We lived in a two bedroom apartment for over a decade, but then she did get remarried, and she did have everything for twenty years before she passed. And I think she always had this thing in her mind saying. When you get here, you'll be happy. When you get the house on the lake, you'll be happy. When you get the boat, when you get the clothing, when you get the whatever it was that money can buy, you'll be happy. And I don't think she ever got there. So, I mean, this, you know, this is kind of a heavy topic, but I pose the question, can money buy happiness? And I want to know your guys' thoughts. Wow. I know. Yeah. It's well, a big one. That is a big one. And um, I, I I appreciate you being vulnerable and sharing it with us, as well as the, the folks that are listening and watching, too, because it's obviously a very personal topic that you and I have been through over the past, you know, a couple of years, especially in the relationship that uh, I had with Hana over the past 10 years. I, I wish I had more time with her because she was such a joy to be around and to think about that question, um, I, th- I think you and I were poking at it a little earlier. Is there a difference between contentment and happiness long-term versus instant appreciation, instant happiness? Like, for example, uh, Joe brought over a nice bottle of wine tonight, <laughs> and... I was not only happy with the gesture of him bringing a gift over to our house and, and seeing my friend, but also I, I love wine. It, it, it brings people together. Uh, it creates conversations. So in that sense, I truly feel like money can buy <laughs> some happiness, but it is instant. You know, it is in that moment. Short term. Short term. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So to your point, 
of, of with your mom's situation, can it buy it long term? And I don't know. What, what do you think, Joe? Man, I have so many thoughts, but I feel first like I'm 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 kind of happy with the way that the community that you and I work in. Yeah has evolved because it really is a small community, right? Like we, we, you know, we talk about, um, uh, everybody knows that in our business, you, you think about your stats, you think about how many people are listening, but you can take the stats of all of our shows, of all the things that we do, put them all together. And still the bad news is we're still a tiny community. Yeah. And so we need as many people doing what we do and, and talking about responsible money management as possible. And what was frustrating for me before the pandemic. And I, and I kind of think the pandemic has maybe changed this and softened people because what bothered me pre-pandemic, and it was mostly about the hardcore fire movement end of our community, was this idea, Nicole, that you're talking about, which I will be happy when I get here. Yeah. I will be happy when this occurs. And I love there's this SNL skit with uh, with uh, um, uh, Adam uh, Sandler, hmm. and and it's great. And he's this Italian tour guide, and he's talking about how he's going to take you to Italy and how it's going to be great. And he goes, and if you've looked at our reviews, you'll notice there's a few bad reviews out there. So before we get another bad review, I just want to say this: if your marriage is broken before I take you to Italy. <laughs> Your marriage is still going to be broken, but you'll be in Italy. <laughs> if you're completely unhappy before you go on this trip, you're going to be on it in Italy, beautiful, and you're still going to be incredibly unhappy. You're going to get all the stuff and you're not going to be any happy. And I've always kind of felt that. And uh, I mean, I'm lucky that I've had a, a, a background that a lot of people don't get, which is that I got to watch lots of people retire when I was a financial planner for 16 years. And you would see these people with this finish line mentality and it was never any good. Mm. This, hey, when I get to this thing, it's going to be great. And I remember the celebration was great. I would often throw them a party, right, with their friends. We'd all have fun together. Um, and then two years later, we're sitting there and they're like, I don't know what's next. Hmm. I don't know what I'm doing because I thought I was going to feel differently, but no matter where you are, you're still going to show up. So I don't think, you know, but then I counter that. So not to make this Joe's soliloquy, but I counter that with, there was a time in my life where I made no money. I had horrible debt, just absolutely rotten debt. It wasn't, it wasn't, I mean, systemic poverty is a whole different, it wasn't that it was just, I was this broke ass dude. Mm -hmm. Right. And I, and there was going to be a time that I was going to get over it, but it wasn't going to be today and it wasn't going to be tomorrow. And it wasn't going to be next week. And I went a year without really making any money and without answering the phone and my credit was destroyed. And I remember during that time, how miserable I was and how having no money made me miserable. So I do agree with these statistics that you see, that when you reach, because it happened to me, man, when you reach about 80,000 bucks, mm-hmm. some of that, some of those tension headaches I had just mm-hmm. from not knowing where tomorrow's food was or gas for my car to get to work the next yeah. day, that would, that, all, that, those basic things went away. And so you see that number, the 80,000 is fine. But then I think after that, you know, I, I think money can make you happier but it's not like a prerequisite. I think you got to show up happy yeah. and then you can bring other people with you. And I'll, I'll, I'll just share one more story there. Uh, I just talked to this guy, William Green. He's got this new book out about this very topic. Mm-hmm. And he's talking about these bajillionaires. Mm-hmm. Um, they have tons of money 
And he told me uh, that a lot of people he, that, that are in that state are miserable, are, are just, they got tons of money and they're not happy. He goes, but for the people that were really already happy, there was this guy, William Rowan is his name, and he ran a fund called the Sequoia Fund. This is how rich w- William Rowan is, by the way, and how well-respected he is. When Warren Buffett stopped managing money for other people in the late 1960s, early 1970s, I don't remember the exact year, and and the board of this fund he ran asked him who should replace him. He said, have William Rowan do it. Hmm. So William Rowan has made tons of money. He knows how to make money. Uh, there's this great story where uh, he was interviewing a guy for a job at the Sequoia Fund. And the guy mentioned during the interview that he has a son that has some some really bad medical issues, and he's about to go through these horrible treatments. And William said to him during the interview, he said, what does something like that cost? I just can't imagine what that cost. And the guy says, I, I have no idea, but I just wanted to be fully transparent that I'm going to have to be away a little, you know, I'm going to be away. I'm going to do my best. I'm going to be great for you, but I've got all these things. And William said, I'm going to pay for it. And the guy said, wait, y- you don't know me. And he said, well, I do. We're sitting here talking right now and I know you. And the guy said, but I'm just interviewing. He goes, I know. And he ended up hiring the guy, but he also ended up paying for all these treatments. And, and, and William Green, this guy I was talking to said, people that have lots of money, but also already are able to bring joy, having more money allows them to bring even more joy yeah. and bring more people with them. So I think if you show up already with that right mm. attitude, more money can make you happier. Yeah, what's that saying? It's, I mean, I don't know if somebody personal to us said this or if it's a famous quote, but it's something along the lines of money doesn't make you a good person or a bad person. It just amplifies what you already are. <laughs> right? Yes. I mean, if you're a terrible person, you get a ton of money. <laughs> you you're going to be a gonna really do some bad r- person. <laughs> Well, have you seen those stats that uh, there's these stats that show that um, uh, people with tons of money actually gift a way smaller percentage of their net worth than Whoa. people yeah. that are that are middle class or even huh. even uh, lower class. Like the the amount it, it, it goes. It, I've seen that. It's like people like who are in a, a, yes. a lower class. It's like it's like close to 10 percent. But then when you get to middle class and upper class, it starts to go down quite a bit. So it's. Huh. I don't know if that's a religious aspect or if it is just sort of a heart that you have, hmm. but I don't know. Yeah. But, it's, but do you think wild. it's actually the opposite of what most people are chasing mm-hmm. that more money actually, you know, more money, more problems. Yeah. You know, that yeah. really makes you more totally. miserable. Totally. Absolutely. So yeah, I mean, to, to, to a couple of your points there, it's like, there's a threshold. Yes. More money yeah. when you're making $25,000 a year. Yeah, I'm going to be happier because I need to know exactly where my food's going to come from, my gas is going to come from. I know all my bills right. are going to be paid for. Yeah, but, so in that instance, yeah. it's like that money did buy you happiness because it bought you the peace of mind that you're not going to have uh, a, you know, a bill collector calling you that weekend. Yeah. Or, you know, so like it, a freedom from worry. Right. It was like a get out of jail free yeah. card kind right, of thing. Right, right. Yeah. Okay, sorry. Yeah, and then you get Go to ahead. that point where you're at 80 and then above and you're, maybe you're expecting that 80 and above. You're like, well, more must mean more happiness. More happiness. Right. Yeah. But what, then maybe you'd find that that's not true. Right. When I was thinking on, on my way here about this topic, I was thinking, Andy, about your story about right out of college mm. and thinking, hey, I want all these things my parents have yes. and that'll make me happier, yep. right? That'll totally make me happy. Yep. I'll Absolutely. get all this stuff 
And I love Nicole's point on that. Like it took them this long to get it, but you're going to get it right now because yes. I'm going to be instantly happy. Absolutely. That's, be That's exactly what I wanted. I was 22. My parents who are, I don't know what the hell they were. It's 57 or yes. 60. They've got a big house and they got a luxury car. Why can't I have Get that? me some of that. Why can't I have that? You know, so yeah, absolutely. Break me off a piece of that. Are you looking for someone to walk alongside you on your journey to family financial independence? Well, I would love to help you achieve your goals and help your family thrive. I work with couples, individuals, and families all around the U.S. via video chat and can assist in the following areas. Becoming debt-free, growing your net worth, crafting and sticking to your budget, reviewing Coast Fire plans, developing strategies to build generational wealth for your kids, and designing your future work optional lifestyle. Doesn't that sound nice? <laughs> if you're interested in working with me one-on-one, -on -one, you can book a time with me by visiting marriagekidsandmoney.com slash coaching. I would love to help you strengthen your family tree and live financially free. Visit marriagekidsandmoney.com slash coaching to learn more, or you can click the link in our show description. If you're looking to improve your financial situation, it helps when you're able to cut out unnecessary costs. Cell phone services are a necessity for sure, but we don't need to be overpaying for them, right? That's why I like Tello Mobile, a phone service worth talking about. We've been fully on board as a family with Tello for over two years now, and we are so happy that we made the switch. For us, the reception and data service is better than Verizon, and our costs were nearly cut in half. Tello runs on the T-Mobile network and it's wowing new customers like us with their rock bottom prices and stellar service. With over 10,000 reviews, Tello is rated as excellent on Trustpilot, and this is quite rare in the wireless world. Nicole and I went for the unlimited data, minutes, and texting plan for only 25 bucks per month each. Isn't that crazy? You heard that right. $25 is their most expensive plan, actually. And Tello is running a special offer for MKM listeners right now. Check out Tello today at marriagekidsandmoney.com slash Tello. That's marriagekidsandmoney.com slash Tello and use the code MKM20 to get 20% off on your first month of service for any Tello plan above that $10 per month mark. Again, use MKM20 to get 20% off at marriagekidsandmoney.com slash Tello, and you'll be supporting this show. Hurry up. The code is valid until April 19th, 2024. Marriagekidsandmoney.com slash Tello. You made a good point earlier when we were talking about this, about opportunity. So yeah, you've so got it, the money. Go ahead. Go ahead. Yeah. I, I mean, I think like, so if I were to answer my own question, can money buy happiness? I know my answer, but then I kind of have to like back up and be like, why do I think that? But my answer is money can buy more happiness. It cannot buy you the initial experience of happiness, but it can buy you opportunities that can bring you happiness if you're already happy. Yeah. Like, yeah. So I do think, um, you know, I don't know how I answer that. Do I answer that yes or no? <laughs> I think I would answer it yes. Because you know what? If you're already sort of a happy person, shoot, it can buy you a vacation where you can go and really enjoy yourself and, and 
be even more happy. It can buy you a babysitter so you can go out and like, <laughs> you know, enjoy yourself for a night. But, but it I like can your, buy you. I like, your, I like your version of this. You said it was it the, opportunity. the opportunity. Because yeah. if you go, the, the, the purchase of that vacation or the purchase of that fancy dinner gives you the opportunity to be happiness. Yeah. I, I, be happy. But... It could also be a disaster, yeah. you know, like you might go to Disneyland like we did and be like, it's going to be magical. And then we get there. We're like, this, this is horrible. Oh like my there's, God. Our kids oh. are melting Joe down. Okay. We're, this is oh. going to be controversial. Joe loves <laughs> We Disney finally World. found the part where we completely yeah. disagree. Yes. Yeah. All right. <laughs> Come on. Fist I got to put this down. Listen. Let's listen. go. Listen. Yes. All right. I got to defend the I did the say mouse. Disneyland. Yeah. To oh. be fair. Well, there you go. We did have. Disney, a, we had a good time. We at had a good World. time at World. Land was, I mean, there were so many moments where we were just like, like it would be hilarious to take a picture of us and then put the caption, the most magical place on earth. Like it would be so hilarious. Because We've joked there were about that before. Multiple meltdowns, just like miserable. And we spent so much money to get there. Go to Disney at five o'clock in the afternoon on uh-huh. any day and walk around and see how many families are smiling. <laughs> Like, yeah. seriously, one of the yeah. best tips I got about going to Disney was take a break in the middle of the day and, yeah. and get an on-site hotel, which is five more bags of money, yeah. right? <laughs> get an on-site hotel, go back, and t- everybody takes a nap, and you sit at the swing pool. And I remember us every day coming back into the place, and everybody looks freaking miserable. Like, everybody in the place. You're waiting in lines. You're hot. You're hungry. I think we fought. Probably oh, more that day than we had in a long time. Oh, because the stress. Everybody's yeah. everybody yeah. wants to do something different. Yeah. Everything costs five billion dollars. Yeah. The line's an hour and a half away. Are you kidding me? And yeah. the kid doesn't want to get out of the damn line, yep. right? Yeah. And the fast pass only got us the rides for like one ride, like goofy sky school and everything else was booked. It was like crazy. Yeah. So that's a great example of money really not buying you happiness. That's like manufactured happiness that just but it gives fails. us the opportunity. Like if I maybe you- went with the right mindset when I was there, expectations that things might fail, then I could have been happy but, that, that day. But, but, but that also, also, I mean, in, 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 I don't want to make this the Disney podcast, the marriage kids and Disney podcast here. It would actually work well. Special guest Joe. But the, um, uh, uh, I think Disney, you kind of got to get the PhD to enjoy it. Yeah. Like our first two trips to Disney, I did not love like I love going now. Interesting. But I've been 57 times. I listen to Disney podcasts <laughs> to go to sleep. I've got like four different Disney podcasts. I listen to Disney podcasts for fun. So I know all Whoa. the ins and outs. Wait, your kids are grown. We don't. I know. Disney's great for adults. <laughs> You're like, it's not for kids. Disney's great. I'm all about the restaurant. But where did I tell you maybe I learned I, about this wine? At Disney. Maybe I need to go to Disney with Joe. He could show us we how were, to do it. We were at Disney. It's very, it, we do it very low key, very, I don't care what we see. We're going to, yeah, just enjoy the oh, community. But All right, this is a total. But I actually <laughs> wanted to change the Sidebar. topic a little bit. Let me, yeah. t- Go for it. let me do a, let me do a flex for you two yeah. though, based on a recent show that you guys had. Nicole saying on a recent show that she could turn down more responsibility mm, is yep. more happiness. Mm. Turning down more money is a great thing about having money, right? Yes. That's- that's right. Because yeah. because yeah. back when I was broke ass broke, mm-hmm. like I could not say no. Yeah. I yeah. I would have taken your friend's advice about asking for more money and I would have said not yeah, I well, I should do that. I would have said I have to do that. Right. Like I and, and your ability to say no to that is because things are okay. Uh, That's true. It, it absolutely 
having money gives you privilege. And that privilege gives you opportunities which can buy you happiness. But I think it's those so, second dominoes we don't think about. The yeah. second, third, and fourth domino of, of like the, I mean, how many times have you had, I know you have, Andy, had people that have said, I don't think I need an emergency fund, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I've got this credit and you're like, no, 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 get the emergency fund. And, and people fight you all day in it. But the emergency fund has so many dominoes. I don't have to worry about my investment portfolio because I know I have a six-month reserve. Mm-hmm. I don't have to worry about the mortgage. You guys don't have to worry about the mortgage payment anyway. But I don't have to worry about my mortgage payment because I know that if something happens to my stream of income, I got m- plenty of money there. So it gives me all these freedoms. And yet you get all this pushback on, but it's only earning point. Oh, five percent. You're like, who cares? <laughs> right. right. It exactly. doesn't matter. Right. Exactly. Yeah. Because yeah. it's the emotional experience that you're getting out of it versus the mathematical, like, yeah, I'm getting like 0.5% or yes. whatever, 5%. It, it is true. I mean, I, I, I think that without physically buying something, the decision that Nicole is, is making that we talked about last week and that we're still discussing as a, as a couple is a choice around being able to buy happiness. Are you going to spend more of your time Mm -hmm. pursuing a higher salary and maybe more opportunity to become a vice president at your agency, or are you going to grab a hold of it and say, this is the life I want now? Yeah. Look, I'll say you guys probably have um, experienced money buying happiness when you started making enough money at your podcasts mm-hmm. to quit your day jobs. That's true. Right. That's true. I had done that before I started <laughs> my <laughs> podcast. So I got lucky there. I'm like, yeah, if we may, and I'm lucky. I mean, uh, I like the two of you. My spouse loves her job and, uh, was making enough money and we were frugal enough with our bills that we could do it on one income. So we had a lot of, a lot of stuff. So it was, yeah. Cheers to breadwinning wives. Absolutely, but but Cheryl's (laughs) Cheryl's income was family money that allowed you that freedom to do that. Absolutely, again, explore that more money to be able to do what. Yeah, and and I'll say I remember a moment where I I had just gone back to work um, after being at home with the kids for six years and. Um, there was a moment where I was like in the basement of our building. Like, I mean, you could hear the best place to be, by the lights. way. <laughs> Why is that? Because our show's from the basement. There you oh, go. That's right. <laughs> that's right. So we were in the basement. I was sitting in someone's office. And I mean, I, I, I kid you not. It was like, like the fluorescent, <laughs> fluorescent lights, lights yeah. like just this horrible office environment, like so stuffy. I was like drinking my coffee out of a like paper cup. And I was so happy in that moment um, because I was, I had been, you know, I had been with kids for six years and I'm finally like sitting, I'm, I'm showered, I'm dressed. I'm, I feel important. I feel, um, you know, it's quiet. I'm drinking a cup of coffee. And at that moment, I was like, you know what? It's all about frame of mind. Yeah. Like, I think I was more happy in that moment than I have been sitting on the beach in Hermosa Beach in the sunshine, like, because I was going through a breakup at the time. So Mm. my mindset at the time, even though I'm in paradise. I say I love Hermosa Beach. I love Hermosa. Shout out. Me too. Um. (laughs) 
but like, you know, if you think about those two moments, if you took a snapshot of those, you'd be like, wow, that looks like heaven, you know, be sitting on the beach. And wow, if I could like have enough money to get out there and, and do that and be on vacation, like it looks great. But my frame of mind at that moment was I was miserable. I was sad. I was, you know, I was just whatever. I was self-loathing. And then if you look at the snapshot of sitting in the basement in an office building. And you're joyful. And I'm so happy. (laughs) So that to me is like a good example of it has to start from your frame of mind and where you're at inside. And after that, yeah, I think money can amplify it. You know, it's my story uh, that echoes yours, Nicole, is I was in my first year as a financial planner. Uh, and the firm I was working with you to get new clients, you would telemarket, you would call people on the phone. You had this thing and you would, you would just smile and dial and cold call. And we had, by the way, we had the movie wall street on the wall in front of us without the movie, without the, yeah. Cause people go to jail at the end. Cause that's what we all want, right? You want the financial players going to go to jail. So, but, but, but we've, we've, uh, we got that on and you're just calling. And I remember I was, I, I drank, that's when I learned how to drink coffee because you had to stay up. Coffee's just for closers. Yeah, that's, right, that's right. Were you and a closer? I, I, apparently I was a great closer because I had a lot of coffee. I had tons of coffee. But, but but I remember my friend Tony that started with me and we were now ending the part of our uh, time when we were doing this and, and my career was really starting to get off the ground and so was Tony's. And there were new people that come in behind us. We'd all sit in this big room, right? And the new people, like I did when I started, would always complain, would always be like, oh, I can't believe I got to do this. And Tony, I remember, stood up and gave this great speech. And But because he wasn't a boss or anything, he just stood up as a, another dude and goes... Yeah, this really sucks, doesn't it? Sitting in an air-conditioned office in a beautiful suit at a nice desk when you could be out there in 95-degree Michigan heat uh, uh, laying concrete. Like, you could totally be doing that. And he just gave everybody this perspective of, hey, you could do that. But what was funny was... Then I talked to my brother on the phone. You know what my brother did for a living? He was out there laying concrete. <laughs> like, that's what my brother does. And my brother was like, I love my job because I'm not in a stuffy office and I'm not doing this. Yeah. And, it, and it totally is exactly what you're saying. Yeah. Be where you be present, right? Mm-hmm. Just be present. I yeah. love it. I love it. Well, I'm going to uh, uh, grab a hold of this joy oh my gosh. And, and ruin it we and ask you guys. Have to do. do we have our, to? Our, our takeaways. takeaways here. And uh, uh, everybody uh, every everybody who shows up for these shows, and you know, we like to like wrap this up. So um, what we're going to do is we're going to grab. Yours. You must have a hell of a takeaway. <laughs> She's going to have a good one. Each of us is going to take a takeaway from this this conversation yeah. and and share it. So um, I don't know. Joe, do you need a minute or are you, are you good? Or do you want me to go? Go ahead. Okay, do you want to go? Go. All right, I'm going to go. All right, my takeaway, first first takeaway is I really like analyzing when we ask this question of can money buy happiness. I like analyzing it in the fact of can this instantly buy me happiness with this purchase, this decision, this long-term you know, decision that we're making, and then and then looking at it from a long-term perspective too. Is this something going to give me happiness over the long term, or is this just instant joy? So, look at those decisions, look at those options for you, and then make that decision. 
and move forward. I love that. Yeah. Like we don't do that when we go to retail stores. <laughs> like I seriously don't yeah, think about right. what, like, is this sweater costing me the retirement that I want? Exactly. Yeah. Right, right, right. Exactly. Yeah. But you know what? I bought this shirt yesterday and it is bringing me happiness <laughs> Instant right now. happiness. Instant joy. But within a couple months, this is going to be like, oh, I can't wait to get rid of that shirt. It's ratty. <laughs> it's like shrunken and. Isn't Whatever. So I, I, yeah, like I get it. Like those short term, I think my mom to tie it all the way back. Yeah, cool. Um, I think that my mom chased the short term yep. happiness um, goals. Yep. And I think that is why maybe she had that feeling at the end of, I can't believe this is it. Yeah. I don't think that she was able to enjoy like the, I don't know. So, I mean, so I'll ask you then with that realization in your life and your and your mom like how do you take that i guess that lesson and oh and, i'm still trying to it. figure that out yeah <laughs> because i don't know we're hard, kind of hardwired or we've learned to kind of chase those those short term things sure. and i'm constantly trying to figure out how to be content and happy you know We'll um, learn it together, my baby. Yeah. I love you. I would cheers you, but my glasses. Drink all of it. You can have mine. <laughs> um, okay. So key takeaway two. Um, Joe. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Great one. Throw me under the bus. You go. Well, what I want to say, though, Nicole, is in defense yeah. of your mom, I just think that especially at end of life, there's just sometimes so much pain. I think about my father-in-law who went through a lot of pain at the end of his life. And um, and I think sometimes people even say things that that, that that resonate for you that might not be for her, what it, what it, what it really meant long term. Mm-hmm. Um the uh, my 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 takeaway is is that it just goes back to it's funny it always goes back to an SNL skit. <laughs> that's a good that's a good perspective. I you, like that. You can't think you can't think you're going to be happy later at a place. You're not going to ever yeah. find the place. There's no grass is greener. It's not going to be. It's just going to be different grass, right? It's yeah. it's you're going to be you. So find a way to be happy today. And I remember I remember going through college. And uh, realizing during college that I needed to know who I was and I needed to learn to be happy with who I was and know what, what, I mean, there's some time when you just need some self-care, you got to figure out what is inside of me and what, what makes me tick. And, um, and I feel like a lot of us don't know that. I mean, especially from some of the TikTok videos I watch, people don't know that. (laughs) They have no idea. Well, you wouldn't be dancing like that if you do what made you happy. And maybe it does make you happy and that's fine. But I just, I don't know. I've seen some statistics that we're all trying to impress other people. And I think we have to impress ourselves and learn to be happy today and still go get the goal, right? Go get the thing, but it's not going to bring you this extra happiness. You want me to do number three for you? No, no, I got it. Um, I think number three, the the biggest thing for me would be money can buy happiness if you're already happy. Yeah. It can buy extra happiness. It yeah. can buy opportunities that if you're already happy, you can take advantage of. And like you're like Mario, like collecting the coins, Ooh, like, like everybody. 
All the 90s kids can uh, relate to that. You start getting the bonus you know? coins. You get so many, yeah, you get the bonus, bonus coins. Yeah. That's right. Yes. Yeah. But I, but yeah, I think, um, I think you can be in paradise and be unhappy and you can be in the basement of an office building and be happy. <laughs> and, you know, if, if you got the, the basement happiness, then anything on top of that is gravy. I think, I think money can definitely make you happy after, if you're in that mindset. I love that perspective. Yeah. Cheers to that, baby. Cheers you are... to basement happiness. Basement, basement happiness. <laughs> I will double cheer that. Happiness. Yes. I have basement happiness yes. all the time. Yes. Yes. Basement happiness. Oh, absolutely. Cheers. cheers. Yeah. Yes, absolutely. Yeah. Everybody, and, oh, go and, for it. Shout it out. Way, well, no, I don't want to. I don't want to leave everybody out. But we are too far away, and I can see people are. My face is gonna be up here. I really can't see any of these comments. I apologize. I'm gonna say thank you very much. Of course, to Carlos. Carlos, thank you very much. Money. Hey, Carlos, thanks for the extra 200, pal. Cheers, yes. (laughs) And uh, Evan Thomas, thank you so much for showing up. We really appreciate it. And I'm glad you think that Joe is spot on. uh, Evan says, so true, Joe. When I was broke at 40, I had no choice but to continue to work. But thankfully, I was building along the way. That's yeah. a really good perspective. Amen. Evan, thank you so much for being here today. I Amen. I don't know if you could actually even hear me. <gasps> That's right. I could oh, anybody yeah, actually hear me? I had you here. Oh, you hear? So I was doing okay? Okay. Yeah. okay. So Joe, yep, Joe, 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 is, Joe is hooking me up. I got it. They made me the sound guy. Voice. Which that I was, do. That, I, I got $100 extra for being the sound yes. guy. Yes. <laughs> if you need any more uh, money that I bought from Amazon, you can have it right there. Money can buy happiness because it, it, it makes my friend show up here. Bezos has so much of this, <laughs> you can buy it. Everybody, thank you so much for being here for another episode of Bread and Wine. If you have any comments or questions or anything like that, you can do it here in the YouTube stream at marriagekidsandmoney.com slash YouTube or inversely, is that the right word? YouTube.com slash marriagekidsandmoney, which is weird, um, but you can do that and you can leave us a comment there or on a voicemail at marriagekidsandmoney.com slash voicemail or at Andy Hill MKM, any social media. And of course, Joe... Tell us where people can listen to the Stacking Benjamins (laughs) podcast. Thank you so much for including me. Absolutely. I know this is like your time and I'm infringing on it, but it was so much fun. Uh, We call it the greatest money show on earth because as Andy knows, it's a total circus. The basement (laughs) every Monday, Wednesday, Friday, we have a lot of fun. Um, And Andy's been with us several times and hopefully again soon. But we, um, yeah, we, 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 I'm, I don't really care if you learn anything. <laughs> can, I, can I say that on Money Show? Yes. I just like to have just the money culture, and we just kind of have some fun talking about money topics. So Absolutely, yeah. If you are looking for that, as Nicole described it, basement happiness. There it is. This is the show that you need to check out. <laughs> Stacking Benjamins on your favorite podcast player. If you guys are listening to this on the podcast right now, type in Stacking Benjamins. Check it out. You will be entertained maybe not informed as joe says yes. but entertained if you learn anything keep it to yourself because we don't want to wreck a reputation <laughs> that's right? right everybody thank you so much for being here once again we're having a blast doing this and cheers to all of you even with our empty glasses Woo-hoo! and here's to game night here's to game night everybody <laughs> see you next week